Welcome to our nativity service. It's good to see everybody here this morning and a warm welcome to if you're joining us online. We've got special greetings this morning from Betty Miller who's still down south. She's missing everybody and she would like everybody to turn around and give her a wee wave. <laughs> Um, this is our um, special nativity service. It's one with a difference, um, and as normally happens here at the nativity service, well, anything could happen, so we shall see. Um, just a few notices. The Thursday half hour is on, as usual, this Thursday at 10.30 in the East Chapel. On Christmas Eve, there's the Christingle service at um, 6.30. It's usually very popular. It's not been on the last couple of years because of COVID, so please do um, come along and join in this special service. There is no late night watch night service. And on Christmas Day, uh, there'll be a short service at 10.30, and you're all very welcome. Um, after the service today, there will be tea and coffee. Please do stay behind and enjoy some fellowship. But if the elders could please meet in the East Chapel very quickly uh, for a very short meeting after the service, that would be helpful. Thank you. Good, oh, good morning. 
It's lovely to see you all. And you know, it's been lovely this morning. Each time I've come in or gone out or wherever I've been, I've saw people that I haven't seen for months. It's lovely. It's so nice to have so many people back in church with us this morning. And I can't believe how some of you have grown. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm talking to the younger folks. It's so lovely to, just to have so many young folks. <laughs> well, Kerry, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how far you've grown. We'll see more about that later. But yeah, it's lovely to see you all. So why not turn around to the people around about you, say good morning, and if you haven't seen them, then say it's lovely to see you. And if you don't know who they are, then introduce yourself. There we are. I was about to start speaking into the, the, the lighter, which wouldn't have been very good. I don't think you would have heard very much. So this morning we've come together for our nativity service and to worship God. And so we come uh, with our, to our call to worship as we turn our thoughts to why we're here and as we prepare our hearts. And I invite you to say the words in gold. Lord, you alone know our hearts, our histories, and our hopes. We'll pause there and we'll light our candles. I need four volunteers this morning. Come on then, Jamie, out you come. Come on, Andrew and Freya, out you come. Anybody else? Would one of our angels like to light it? <laughs> a naked flame and all that tinsel. True, might not be a good idea. Um, Ruth, your hand's up. Do you want to come and do it? Right. There you are. All, all of the red candles get to be lit this morning. And let's hope none of them fall over. Right, girls, you come round this side and do it, because those costumes... Don't fancy them with a naked flame. Thank you.
Here we are. Thank you. You alone know our futures and our fears. Lead us on so that whatever part we may play, our story may be shaped by your story. Thank you. Let's stand together and sing our first hymn, Come and Join the Celebration. Let's come before God and pray, shall we? Let's pray. Father, we come here this morning, drawn here, into your presence. Maybe we don't know what's drawn us. Maybe we do. But whatever it is, Lord, you welcome us in with arms open wide to come and join the celebration. The celebration as we share in the joy and the good news that you came among us. That you took on flesh. That you loved us so much 
that you took on human skin, human frailties, and came as a tiny baby, once but for all, for all eternity, so that all may know that you are Emmanuel, God with us, that in our frailties, in our suffering, in our joy, in our celebrations, you are with us, that in our darkness, you are with us, that in our sorrow, you are with us, that in our joy, you are with us. And Lord, you took on our lives. You taught us what it is to love. And you shared our death, taking on the guilt and the shame of our sins all so that we might know forgiveness and life in its fullest with you. Lord, that is what we celebrate. That you love us that much. And whether or not we were the only ones ever to have been here, you would still have done it for us. Such is the love that you have for us. Such is the value that you put on us. Lord, may we know that forgiveness in our lives. May we know that love in our lives. May it transform us from the inside out. May it make our hearts new within us so that we might respond in loving ways to others. Lord, forgive us. In fact, you do forgive us for the time and all of the ways that we are not loving towards others or ourselves. And so as we confess those times to you now, Lord, may we know the forgiveness that you have offered us. May that forgiveness make us whole. And may we seek to live lives in the way that you want us to. Considering others and loving them in the way that you have loved us. Lord, may your gift to us in that first Christmas transform our Christmas for us this year. And as it transforms our hearts, may it also be transformational for the others around us. In Jesus' name, Amen. We're going to hear God's word now. And who's our first reader, Charlene? Kenny, uh, Ruth's going to read for us.
Our first reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 1, reading from verse 18. It's entitled, The Birth of Jesus Christ. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfil what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be a child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Thanks be to God for his reading. Come with us to a distant place and a faraway time, to a land ruled over by the wicked King Herod. The people long to be free, but it is in vain hope, for behind the wicked King Herod is the mightiest and cruelest empire the world has ever seen. Will God not rescue his people from this dreadful tyranny? An ancient prophecy speaks of a new king, to be born on the city of Bethlehem. But when will he be born? Who will be his parents? And will he survive in the wicked land of King Herod? Tell you what we'll do. Whenever I say hello, kids, I want you to say hello, Joe. Right? Okay, let's practice it. Hello, kids. Is that all of you? Didn't sound very loud to me. Let's try again. Hello, kids. Better. Something's still not right, though, is it? I've got it. There are some people out there who don't think they're kids. Look, this is a panto, right? So everybody's a kid. Don't care how old you are, how many O grades you've got, or which way around you wear your collar. You're here, you're a kid. So let's try again. Ready? Low kids. Much better.
Doodle. Oh, no. What do you want? That's not a very nice welcome. No, I'm sorry. It's just that whenever I think I've got things nicely sorted out and life's comfortably predictable, you always show up and change everything. Don't be like that, Joe. I'm just here to give you a message from God. But of course, if you don't want to hear it, don't let me force it on you. No, you've started, so you'd better finish, I suppose. What is it? I just thought you'd like to know so that you can have time to pack. Pack? Yes, you're going away. Going away? I can't leave Mary just now. She's having a baby, you know. Of course I know, Joe. I told you that. But don't worry, you aren't going to have to leave her. She's going with you to Bethlehem. Bethlehem? That's miles away. She can't make that kind of journey. Trust me, Joe. You'll get there safely, and so will Mary and the baby. Anyway, you're not, you're not going to have any choice, you know. It's the governor's orders. But why does God want us? Not that governor. The Roman governor. Now, you might get away with arguing with God, but the Romans aren't so patient. So I'd get packed if I were you. Don't worry, though. I'll never be far away from you. That's a comforting thought. to go to Bethlehem. Isn't it wonderful? I know. I thought you'd be horrified. No, I'm really glad. This means that our son will be born in Bethlehem. 
I don't see what's so good about Bethlehem. But I've often heard you say that it's a great place to come from. Exactly. It's a wonderful place to come from and a terrible place to go to. Oh, don't be such an old misery, Joe. I think it's wonderful Jesus being born in the same city as King David. But we can't go now. I still haven't finished mending the rabbi's cart. I thought you'd finished that. Only the bodywork. I've still got to do something about the noisy engine. That's the engine. Don't worry, I talked to the rabbi and he said you can borrow Rover for the journey to Bethlehem. Oh well, that should make things a bit easier anyway. Not quieter, mind you, but easier. Look, you go and pack and I'll get Rover ready. All right, but be kind to him. He's a thoroughbred, remember? Hee-haw! <laughs> Rover! Come on, Rover! <laughs> now, Rover, <coughs> we're going on a long journey. Wouldn't that be nice? And you're going to carry Mary, and the baby, of course. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. I'm not arguing with you, Rover. You're going, and that's it. to Bethlehem and he panicked. What's so dreadful about Bethlehem? Why are you frightened to be near Jerusalem? <laughs> Wicked King Herod? Well he won't bother us. We're much too unimportant for that. Tell you what Rover, We'll get my guy on side, shall we? Low kids! You'll keep watch for us, won't you? And tell us if wicked King Herod comes near us. Yes. They don't know what he looks like. Oh, they'll know him. You can't miss wicked King Herod. Okay, kids? Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because Rover says he'll come. What changed his mind? I threatened to change his name to Morris Minor. 
we'd better get started, I suppose. I just hope that we can get room at the end. We're all going to sing together now, Little Donkey. Now, let me see. I've got the Smiths in the attic and the Joneses down below. That'll please the Smiths. And I've got nice Mr. Jacob in the annex. And Mr. Amos next door. I just to find room for Mr. Isaacs. Let's see. Oh, of course. I can put him to share with Mr. Amos. Well, Mr. Amos works nights, so neither of them will ever know. Business is business after all. That's it then. Full up. No more room. What should I do with these buckets of salt? Water. Put them in the landing where the fire buckets belong. No, they're not water there. Well, sand them. Take them inside, Ruth, and put them somewhere safe. My word, that was close. But, but they're no. buckets. My word, that was, that was my daughter, Ruth. She's not very bright, but she's a lovely girl. You won't believe this. But I was a really hard woman before I had her. Ruthless I was. Ruthless. <laughs> Absolutely ruthless. Now, where was I? But they're buckets of treacle. 
what are you doing still there? Now you've gone and given the game away, and I'm going to have to tell all these people the truth. You go in there and hide those buckets. You never know who's around. Oh well, you look like an honest lot to me. Anyway, you see, wicked King Herod hates children, but he loves sweets, so he's banned children from having any sweets, so there'll be more for him. But what he doesn't know is that I make sweets in a secret factory. And then I go round the town leaving sweets for all the children on the doorstep. But if Herod ever found out, he'd kill me and the children. And I tell you what, would you like to help? Yes. Good. Then you can be my security guards. If, I ever, if you ever see King, wicked King Herod, you let me know, all right? Let's practice then. I want you to pretend you've seen wicked King Herod and boo and hiss as loudly as you can. Go. Well, that wasn't bad at all, but you can do better than that. Can you try again? Yeah, like it. <clears throat> that was much better. And remember, whatever happens, he mustn't get into the inn. So if he goes anywhere near, he must tell me, okay? Good. Now, if you excuse me, I've got to get on because... Yes, that's right, dears. That was wonderful, but you don't need to practice anymore. Save yourselves for when it really matters. What? No, he's no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I can't hear when you're all shouting at once. Right, that's better. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's not. You're playing jokes on me. Oh, yes, yes. Well, no, he's not. Oh, yes, yes. He's not. You're teasing me. <laughs> you're teasing me and I thought you were my friends you're a horrible lot you are well bless my great big woolly sock it's King Hardup well missus please to speak please to meet your acquaintance don't play games with me you know why I'm here I do I mean I do You've been making sweets and not giving me any. You've been making them and giving them to horrible, cheeky, spoiled, disrespectful <laughs> children. Callus. This is the wrong bit. He knows my family. Mine's just not got the right bit. You know my family. You know my family. I've got that sheet. You know my family. Never mind the wisecracks. Widow Cranky. Swanky. Please to meet you. I've got that, but. 
smell good a bit. Charlene, give me that. Hey, sorry. Start again. He knows my family. Never mind wisecracks. Why don't Frankie? You mean swanky? I know what I mean. Just you remember, if I ever catch you making sweets, I'll confiscate your confectionery. Oh, I don't mind that, just as long as you don't take my sweets. Sweets? Just a joke, King Fed up. Hardup, <laughs> Swanky, Mrs. Pleased to meet your acquaintance. Don't do that. I'm going to the palace. Well, that's nice. I used to go there when I was a little dame. You've never been to the palace. Ooh, that's nice. I used to go there when. Yes, I have. All us girls used to put up. Put her handbags in the middle and dance around them. Lovely it was. No, that was the pally, not the palace. You say the pally, I say palace. Pally. Palace. Pally. Palace. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> what am I doing? Palace. What? Wait a minute. I'd like to see what a pleasure it is to meet you. Herod, pleased to meet you. But I can't, because it's not. Thank you. Herod. Just you enjoy your little bit of fun. <laughs> One day, you'll laugh on the other side of your face. I'll find those sweets, or my name's not King Herod. Mark my words. Mark my words. Widow Swanky, I'll be back. Really, Joe, I didn't know why you brought that piece of wood with you. Well, you never know. I might want to do a bit of carpentry while we're here. After else, after all, what else am I going to do while you're having the baby? Hey, look, there's my gang. Hello, kids. Hello. Can I help you? I'm Mary, and this is my husband, Joseph. I think we've got a room booked. Um, no, I'm sorry. No Mary and Joseph down here. Oh, don't tell me the post didn't arrive again. <laughs> when I catch that pigeon, I'll privatise it. So you haven't got a room then? Room? I haven't got a cupboard in the same... It's the same everywhere, sorry. In Bethlehem Racing... Search all night, God to search all day. We know God won't let us down, we've, we've got, got a child on the way. way. <laughs> 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 
the people searching Always only free Got to search all day Search all day. We But there must be somewhere you can put us. I know. Can you think of anything? What was that? Oh no, I don't think God would want us to let Jesus be born in a stable. He might. Oh no, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh no, he wouldn't. <laughs> Come on, Joe. If that's all there is, it'll just have to do. Oh, very well. Where's the ass? Well, don't you worry about King Herod. He left before he came. Not that ass. The donkey. <laughs> Rover. Where is he? He's outside. Rubber! <laughs> now, Rover, we're sharing your stable tonight. So you're going to go over there, behind that partition. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are, Morris Minor. You must be really tired. You've come a long way. Yes. Smart Alec. Let's see this place and let's get it ship shape. Here, Herod's coming back. Herod? And you with a baby on the way? You've got to hide. The stable? No, he'll see you. The inn? He's probably coming to search it. I know, my gang. Will you hide us, kids? Yeah. Is anything convinced? <laughs> Well, 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 King Hairstray. Swanky, widow, pleased to meet you. Thank you. Don't start all that again. I've come back. What can I smell? What? Nothing. Oh, probably the donkey. No, 
something sweet. Don't play games with me. I know the fire buckets are on the landing. Why don't you run, run along and check they're not leaking? Then? What's this thing? Something you've rescued for the abattoir? Um, um, I'm looking after them for a friend, actually. Well, if your friend doesn't come back, I'll take it off you. Get good money for that down the glue factory. <laughs> Message for King Herod, you're needed in the palace. What is it this time? Important visitors from Yorkshire. Yorkshire? That's what it says here. Three wise guys from the east riding. Give me that. Three, guys, three wise guys from the east riding on camels. Tell them I'm coming. But I'll be back, little swanky. I'm going to trace that sweet smell if it's the last thing I do. And when I do You'll find out how Chico feels melting down a cauldron. I don't like the sound of him. Ah, oh, don't worry. I can handle old Henpecked. He's been after me for years and never caught me yet. I just hope you'll be warm enough in the stable. It looks like it's going to be a cold night. We're now going to have our second reading this morning, which comes from Luke, chapter 1, <clears throat> verses 8 to 15. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar, of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. Amen. And may God bless this reading.
Those sheep are quiet tonight. Yes, strange for the time of year. Are there any there? Yes, look, rows and rows of them. They don't sound like sheep. Oh, I'm sure they could if they tried. Come on then, give me a bath. Did you hear anything? Don't think so. Try again. Give me a bah. Ah, that's better. Well, I suppose we're in for another long, cold, boring night. I get really fed up with this job. I'll cheer you up. What do sheep think of Christmas? I don't know. What do sheep think of Christmas? Bah, humbug. <sighs> All right then, why did the shepherd get arrested? I know, I know, for hiding a crook. I can't cope with this. Please, won't somebody save me? You called? You and your big mouth. Now look what you've done. It wasn't me telling awful jokes. Don't be afraid. I've got good news for you. You were asking to be saved, weren't you? Well, your saviour has arrived. What? A gag writer for him? Or just a gag would do? Oh, better than that. A new king. One who's going to be on the side of the little people. Stand up for the ones who get pushed around. Herod's not going to like that. You leave Herod to us. Now, do you want to be part of this or not? Because if you do, you'd better get off to Bethlehem. You'll find the new king lying in a manger in the stable at w Widow Swanky's place. Now come on, when did anything good come out of w Widow Swanky's stable? God can bring something good out of anywhere. then let's go. What about the sheep? What if the wolves get them? What? That lot? If you ask me, it's the wolves we should be protecting, not them. <laughs> oh, God. We're now going to sing our next hymn, While Shepherds Watch Their Sheep.
Ah, there you are, Salami. Where are these three wise guys then? They're waiting outside. Well, show them in then. How often do I need to tell you? Change the sign. Yes, Your Majesty. I'll call the court magician. No, not him. He can't spell for toffee. And speaking of toffee, where are my sweets? This box is nearly empty. There seems to be a supply problem. Your Majesty, I, I gather that children somehow have managed to get hold of them. Children? Children? You mean perfectly good toffees, lovely creamy chocolates, and stick-lockers are being wasted on children? I'll put a stop and then I'll get rid of these wise guys. So, the children are getting sweets. Widow Swanky's at the bottom of this, and one day I'll get her. If I ever see children eating sweets, I'll... a map on a long-lost Picasso. I told you. Tom left by... That's the A47, and it's a nightmare. We're better off keeping to the old road. Your Majesty, may I present the three wise guys? Pleased to meet you. Baby, say, are those your own teeth or are you breaking them in for a camel? Allow us to introduce ourselves. Three wise guys, three wise guys, led by a star, led by a star. And if you're wondering who we are, we're Melchior, Caspar, and Balthazar. We're healthy. We're wealthy. We're Three wise guys, three wise guys, led by a star, led by a star. You'll find us with a good company, with plenty of butter and repartee. We're witty. We're pretty. We're staying to tea. Three wise guys, three wise guys, led by a star, led by a star. We've, We've crossed, crossed the desert, desert to see the king. We've got, got him some presents and everything. We are racing. We are facing. We're having a fling. We're three wise guys. So, tell me your business. We are taken in a computer industry, and you know what that makes us? No. 
Electronic magnets. That's the way it tells them. No, we used to have a shepherding business, but it failed. Why? Okay, then get the staff. <laughs> boom, boom. What's this about a staff? Des O'Connor. He's on the ground. But we're really looking for the king. I'm the king. No, a newborn one. You were born yesterday. So, a child who's after my sweets and my throne, I know, I'll use these wise guys. They'll help me track him down so I can get rid of him. Perhaps I can help you. Tell me, Salami. Do you have any knowledge of a king being born in these parts? Mmm, I don't think so. Unless he's the one that's been prophesied. Prophesied? Yes, according to the prophet, there's now going to be a new king born in Bethlehem. One who will save the people from... Thank you, Salami. It's in the book of... I said that is all. Yes, Your Majesty. Salami's nice, but a little goes a long way. So, gentlemen, it seems you've been looking in the wrong place. You ought to be looking in Bethlehem. And when you find that lovely child, do come back. I've got something very special I'd like to do for him. Something really special. Isn't he lovely? You know, Joe, this makes all the hassle of getting here worthwhile. <laughs> this little fellow is going to change the world. He's made a good start so far. He's turned our world upside down. Everything seems so much brighter and more hopeful. Now, I suppose we shouldn't be surprised, though. All that's happened is God's kept his promise. Oh, look at those tiny fingers. He's got carpenter's hands. I'll trust you. What he does when he grows up will be up to him and God. Anyway, it's a long way off. Let's just enjoy him. Couldn't agree more. And when we get home, I'm going to make him a proper cradle. Not like this manger. That'll be good, Joe. But don't knock this. I actually think it's something rather special about it. It's the simplest of cradles, 
that it's fit for a Lord. There is more love in this hall than a palace affords. As his home is a stable and his crib is a stall, he's at home with the homeless and one with us In this world of false riches that will crumble to dust, he is born with a fortune in compassion and trust. He's a king in a palace with no boundaries or walls. For his home's where his heart is, and his heart's with us all. All the hopes of the ages in this manger are laid, and the glories of heaven in this stable displayed and this child will be faithful to his destiny's call till his home is established in the hearts of us all Well, what an exciting night. Not every night we get to see babies born in the stable. I could do with 40 winks. One, two, oh dear, I think that's enough exercise for one night. I'll do the other eye tomorrow. Now let's see, who was it I wanted the early call back? Who can that be at this time of night? Ruth! Yes? Go and answer the door, please. What? Answer the door. But it isn't saying anything. <laughs> it is now. Go on. I don't know what I'm going to do with that girl. I hope it's not headed at the door. I've got 40 litres of ice cream in the oven and it just won't set. There's a couple of strange people at the door. I haven't got time for the clergy just now. I'm busy. They said... They said Say they have a message that there's a baby here who's in danger. Danger? What danger? I keep a clean stable, so I do. The rooms aren't up to much, but the stable's always spotless. Oh, I'd better talk to them. Bring them in. What's this about the baby being in danger? I said it was in a manger. That's what you said to me. Well, how was I to know? An angel told us. I like this story. Angels don't talk to scruffy characters like you. If this baby's important enough for angels to take interest, 
They have told priests, not shepherds. Perhaps you're the only ones who were awake. Cheeky, look, I don't know who you are or what you've been taking, but you haven't seen any angel. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, no, you haven't. Oh, yes, we have. Look, kids. Now, what's all this noise about? We've come to see a baby in a manger. An angel told us. He must have meant Jesus. Come on in and see him. Hey, you be careful. Babies need to be kept clean, you know. Angel indeed. Whatever next. Ruth! I know, I know. This my unlucky day. I bet you see that to all the girls. I didn't, but I haven't met all the girls. Now, where's the baby, baby? And the and the manger. What have you got there? We brought him presents. I've got gold because he's a king, and a king must have gold. I've got frankincense. What's frankincense? It's like ordinary incense, but less tactful. <laughs> and I've got myrrh. What's myrrh? Myrrh than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know about the baby? Don't say an angel told you too. Angel? What do you think we are? Nuts or something? Thank goodness. Now, you see, there was this big star in the sky. Oh, good grief. Spare me the details and just go on in. <laughs> we next, now got our next hymn, which is Away in a Child in the Manger.
Where do you think you're going? To bed. Bed? Bed? And let all those poor children down. You've got to help me make the sweets. At this time of night? You know, you know very well this is the only time we can be sure that Herod isn't going to read us. Now get your penny on. What about them? Them? You can ask them. They've paid for their tickets, they have, and they're probably going to ask for their money back as it is. <laughs> they might like to help make sweets. Oh no, they wouldn't. Oh yes, they would. Oh no, they wouldn't. Oh no, you wouldn't. Hello, everybody. That's the one. That's the angel we saw. <clears throat> oh, no, it's... Is it now? And just what sort of angel are you, consorting with the likes of them? The sort that looks out for old sinners like you, Widow Swanky. Who are you calling old? I like your style, baby. Say, are those wings real? Or did you win them in a raffle? I've come with a warning about wicked King Herod. Herod, I'm out of here. Come on. What are you saying about King Herod? He's on the warpath. On the warpath? Ah, don't tell me. He's got no reservations. I'd cut the wisecracks and get going if I were you. And get these children somewhere safe as well. What about us? What do you want us to do? You're to go to Egypt. Egypt? Let's not argue, Joe. Well, well, we'll do whatever you and God say. You've, God's not let us down. Well said. Now everything's going to be okay. I'll let you know when it's safe for you to go home. Rover! Here! <laughs> You're going with us to Egypt. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> I would say help me, but we're kind of beyond that now. <laughs> help me, please. Oh, yes, you are. Of course, you could always leave him here. Didn't Herod want to sell him to the glue factory? <laughs> and now you, Widow Swanky. Oh, I'll be all right. I can handle wicked King Hairbrain. I know. But I think you should get this place tidied up before he comes, don't you? The sweets, if he sees them, will kill me.
Well, thank God, thank goodness we managed to hide them all in time. What shall I do with these sticky treacle? Well, get rid of it. Here, give me one of them. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't know, look. It's all gooey and runny. We got to get rid of the tree hole. Let's throw it away. Shall we? After three. One. Two. two. Three! <laughs> hey. Didn't do a good job of that, pal. Widow Swanky, you're making suits on these premises. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Children, horrible, sweet, loving children. I'll turn you into. Oh, no, you won't. Oh, yes, I will. Come on, children. Oh no, you won't! Your days are numbered, Herod. The baby king you were afraid of is no longer here. He'll grow up to be a better man than you could be in a million years. And when he claims his throne, it will be good news for the widow swankies of this world. The earth belongs to ordinary people you despise, Herod. And from now on, no one needs go in fear of you and of people like you. Jesus is going to set the world free from all the evil, corruption and fear that you represent. There's a new world beginning, and all because of a simple young couple and their baby who was born in this very stable. That's it. I put a sign. Jesus was born here. Well, I'll make a fortune out of this. Then I'll be able to do powerful I'd be able to be powerful and get away with being horrible, just like wicked King Hairpiece. Tell her, children. Oh, no, you won't. No, you're right. I won't. Toffee, anybody?
We should have a joint bow. Thanks so much for your participation and an extra special thanks to everyone here because it was a very last minute pulled together event, uh, which, which has become a bit of our style here, isn't it? <laughs> so thank you so much and we're now going to sing together Love Came Down at Christmas. is now going to lead us in our prayers for others. Let's join together in prayer. Loving God, as Christmas draws near, we thank you for the gift of your son who came that first Christmas long ago, a baby born in a stable in Bethlehem bringing joy and hope to the world. We thank you for all who have shared the Christmas nativity story with us today in a new way, our church family coming together, different generations, the young and the not so young, folks who have been part of our church family for many years and others who have come in recent times, all together to share your love. 
Lord, we ask for your blessing on each one of them and on all our congregation. Those who are here today in person or joining us online, and remembering those who can't be with us or who haven't been in church for a while. Lord, help us to reach out to all, sharing your love and giving a warm welcome. For the Nativity story reminds us how love came down at Christmas, a love for all people. We pray for all who have shared the Christmas story of hope and love with us over the years, and we remember those who are no longer with us. Lord, work through us so that we are your beacons of hope for the future, sharing the gospel and carrying out your mission in the world. Lord, we pray for all who find Christmas hard, for people who are lonely or troubled, where relationships are strained or broken, those weighed down by anxieties, and all who are missing loved ones. Lord, circle them with the light of your presence, shining bright with hope in this dark world. Help us all to overcome our fears and our worries, and to trust in you that all will be well. Whatever lies ahead for each of us in the new year, you will be with us, guiding us through. Our Saviour, circle our families and our loved ones. Protect them in each moment of their daily lives. Be with them in all the decisions they make and keep them in your loving care. We pray for our world, where there is so much suffering, and we especially remember the people of Ukraine and all places where there is war and conflict. Lord, bring peace and justice. As we face cold winter weather, we pray for all who are struggling to keep warm, who worry about energy costs and finances, and give thanks for all the agencies and volunteers providing support. As the team at the food pantry prepare their Christmas hampers, we pray that we will reach those in need in our community, and we give thanks for the wonderful donations which make this possible. Lord, circle this world with your love. Where there is hunger and despair, bring hope. Where there is sickness in body or in mind, bring healing. And where there is loneliness and sadness, bring a brighter tomorrow. We pray for all who minister to us and give thanks for Amanda and Charlene for their ministry to us in this past year and for all the elders and volunteers who carry out the work of your church. We pray for Charlene as she takes the next steps in her ministry journey. Lord, bless Charlene in all she does, and guide and strengthen her in her new role at Falkirk Trinity. As Christmas approaches, may we all take time in the hustle and bustle to stop to pause and to give thanks for the gift of Jesus, for the light of salvation to the world, and for all who share that love with us. We pray for peace, for peace in our world, for peace in our homes and in our relationships, and for peace in our hearts. 
and we join together now in the prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We'll now sing together again and um, our offering will be received at this time. And we'll sing, O come all ye faithful. Yeah. Just before we sing that, because that will be our final hymn, there's actually something that we want to say to Charlene. I discovered on Tuesday that this would be Charlene's last Sunday with us, because she's on holiday for the next two Sundays, and then she starts her next assignment at Falkirk Trinity. Uh, the first Sunday, well, the second Sunday in January. And so this will actually be her last Sunday with her. And I'm sure that I speak for all of you when I say that we've been really blessed by your time with us this year, Charlene. And as a token of our thanks, we've not had time to organise anything else, but as a token of our thanks, there is a card somewhere, I believe, in the midst of the congregation. If you've not had a chance to sign it, then after I've given it to Charlene, we'll leave it over there for coffee, um, and if you want, thank you, if you want to sign it, then please do. Um, and Diane has just exited stage left, and she's going to come on. And if you want to come over, Charlene, there's a gift for you as well. And just before we sing our final hymn, I thought we could pray for you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Charlene. I thank you for her faithfulness to the call which you have placed within her. And I thank you for the time that she has spent with us over the past year and for all that she has brought in her ministry with us. For her love and care of members of the congregation and community. For her teaching. And for the ways in which she has made your love known to us, Lord. We give you thanks. And I pray your blessing upon her as she now goes and takes up the next step in her journey in call with you. Lord, may she bless the people of Trinity as she has blessed us. And I ask your blessing upon her as she does this and with her family who support her and encourage her today and always. May our love go with her. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I genuinely will really miss you. <laughs> um, and I've really felt at home here. And um, I just wish everyone a very blessing for the future. And you will be in my prayers. So thank you so much for everything you've all done for me. Um, and thank you to you, Amanda, for your patience and your guidance and sometimes your hugs when I needed them. So everything was appreciated.
Thanks so much. Thank you. Now we're going to stand and sing, Oh Come All You Faithful. <laughs> As you go from this place this morning, may the joy of what you have heard go with you and raise your heart. And may you too know the faith of the, of the shepherds as you go through this week. As you search for Christ in all places, may you find him. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit rest upon you and remain with you and with those whom you love today and for all of your tomorrows. Amen. Just a reminder that the session are meeting through in the session house after the, just for five minutes and there's tea and coffee over in the west side so you can heat your hands up.